the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, we're in earnings season, first and foremost. We have the markets are kind of positive. If I were a betting man, and I am not a betting man, I would have said that second quarter was pretty spectacular in the United States. When we report second quarter earnings at the start of the third quarter, maybe we should uh, expect for a little bit of a pullback in large part because it's been so good. Could the numbers really be that good? I like pullbacks, by the way. But taking a look at U.S. markets today, we're doing quite well. The SP 500's up, the Dow Jones Industrial Average up, the NASDAQ up, the Russell 2000 up. Crude oil's higher. I throw in crude oil on occasion because the implication there is that when crude oil rises, it could be a supply cut out of Saudi, but more often than not, it's a demand push from the world. And when you, you consume oil, you push economies. My favorite headline this morning is McDonald's earnings beats. Grimace boosts sales. Results top estimates across the board. If you had told me 15, 20, no, I'm saying this correct this. If you had told me 25 years ago when I got in this industry, would I ever be quoting Grimace as a cause for a bump? You know what Grimace is, right? He's a tonsil. It's a weird thing. He's a tonsil. Like, yeah, the thing in the back of your, your mouth, uh, the punching bag thing. I know that's not your console. That's your, uh, I used to get that one, uh, the uvula. I used to get that one incorrectly with a part of a anatomy, the vulva. And when you say that in eighth grade science class and you misname one of them when your hand is being raised, well, let's just put it this way. You get laughed at. You get laughed at. But McDonald's global same-store sales rose 11.7%. How is that possible? When I had my son, I was like, you know, one thing we have to do is we have to have a blood pack to never take our kids to processed food McDonald's. One year later, we're on a road trip and we're at McDonald's. Not eating the food, but playing at the playgrounds. Because when you're on a road trip and your kid gets a little fussy, needs to get some energy out. McDonald's CEO said, quote, while macroeconomic challenges persist, we continue to invest in our growth drivers and our brand to meet the customer needs for tomorrow. McDonald's shared plans to open 1,900 new locations this year. That seems crazy to me. Like, I want to save that statistic for TV because that just seems wrong. And when you say it on TV, people will be like, ooh, that's crazy. Um, I like McDonald's for a long-term patient investor. I know that's going to be a crazy thing to say out loud. How is that possible? 
um, it was around when I was a little kid and it was around when my kids were little kids. And I'm willing to bet you it'll be around when my kids have little kids. Is it a no brainer in the short term? No, it's always kind of expensive. And um, I just throw that down there for you. Hey, I should get back to uh, the typical format that I run on the show, huh? So yesterday we saw the NASDAQ and the SP 500 fractionally lower, but we saw the Dow Jones industrial average up one quarter of 1%. What's amazing about that is 13 days in a row. The longest streak is 14 days in a row. And that goes back over a hundred. Well, yeah, about a hundred years. Interest rates reach 22 year high and may get higher. I don't believe that. No one believes that. But Fed Chairman Jerome Powell announced another quarter rate point hike to temper inflation. Bringing the numbers to five and a quarter, 5.5%. This 11th rate increase since March of 2022, when interest rates were raised from nearly zero. Searching for that inflation sweet spot. Tomorrow, when the government releases the latest personal consumption expenditures, the Fed's preferred measure for tracking inflation. It's expected to show the lowest inflation increase since the end of 2021. So if we get that, I think the market can stay in rally mode. If we see a higher spike in inflation, I think we could see maybe a pause that reflects. Coca-Cola, whose prices were 10% higher last quarter compared to second quarter of 2022, said it's done making marking up their drinks. The CEO of Unilever said the packaged goods giant's price inflation has peaked, though prices may still get slightly higher. So there are companies that raise their prices, and for Coca-Cola, it's a godsend. It's wonderful, in large part because uh, they're not going to undo them, and that revenue will be there in the future. What else do we have to hit? Hunter Biden's plea deal was put on hold. Usually when someone agrees to plead guilty to crime, the hearing where they do it is more or less a formality. But yesterday, two misdemeanor tax charges went awry. The judge overseeing the case against the president's son said she could not accept the deal. He pleaded not guilty, at least for now, while both sides submit more information to the judge. Something about a gun charge in there as well. Ah. Politics don't interest me on a compelling level unless it really affects the stock market. Zuck's year of efficiency is paying off the big tech player in Meta. They did quite well. They raked in $32 billion for its most profitable quarter since 2021. Ad sales were up, thanks in part to better ad targeting through AI tech. Facebook now has 3 billion monthly users. 3 billion monthly users. It's Reality Labs lost more than $21 billion since the start of last year, continues to burn cash. And he said something that I'm, I'm going to have to dig a little further into. He says like half the world's population wears glasses, and that's where we're going with this. That seems pretty aggressive. <clears throat> Automakers are, and again, glasses, like not smart glasses. Like he's trying to turn common glasses into, like that's his vision eventually is to get down to that level. Automakers are teaming up for a big EV charger investment. BMW, GM, Honda, Hyundai, Kia, Stellantis, and Mercedes-Benz have banded together to collectively shell out at least a billion to build more vehicle charging stations. The group wants to build 30,000 high-speed EV chargers in the U.S. and Canada by 2030. They will service cars with the Tesla's charging standard, as well as with the rival North American standard. The usually unusual unity between all these companies 
is kind of cool to see. Um, and it helps get over one of those hurdles that EV adoption has had by drivers that have seen a lack of available chargers. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Um, scientists in South Korea claim to have made a breakthrough, which would be one of the biggest developments in physics since the we built the indestructible bridges out of Bukhtani, an ambient pressure room temperature superconductor. Um, pretty cool that we're still coming up with major breakthroughs that speed up computers or powering batteries. Superconductors uh, work in extremely low temperatures and under extremely high pressure, making them impractical for real-world use. What is an ambient superconductor? It would take me another couple minutes to figure it out in reading. But I like that we're still doing it, and that's one of the reasons to stay positive in the world of investing. Gap poached the Mattel executive credit with reviving the Barbie brand. Uh, Gap's going to put the uh, COO of Mattel in as their CEO. 30. Barbie action in Barbie action in real life, right? You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show, Sinead O'Connor, the politically outspoken Irish singer, dead at age 56. I'm Rob Black. Find me online at Rob Black Show. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burden of EP Wealth Advisors Thursday, August 24th in Los Gatos. They'll walk you through these seven tests to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least 500000 in investable assets and want to retire better, pass on your estate, and minimize taxes, this event is for you. Find out if you're on the right track with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Thursday, August 24th, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. at the Los Gatos Toll House Hotel. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Can you pass all seven tests? Sign up today online at robblackshow.com. S&P 500 open up 29, sitting at 45.95. I wanted to bring that up in large part because it's had quite a year. If you go back to December, maybe you would say it was around 3,800. Now it's at 4,500. Really doing a lot of work to try to get back to its all-time high. I think that's worth bringing up that last year at this time, we were all discouraged and bummed as the markets had a, a rough run of it. Um, don't know how to say this other than did we think the recession was going to last three years? It could, but usually it's, it's six to 18 months. Uh, with a bear market, and then it's you know maybe six to eighteen months with uh, a recession, which sometimes the bear market precedes the recession because money kind of gets that vibe. I I think what I'm trying to get out of here with you is that um we've had a nice run, and I I hope in your brain that you kind of learn maybe I can't always predict this. Um, I, I'd rather play the game correctly than, um, 
try to be right. I'd rather stay in than get in, get out, get in, get out. Uh, but I'm going to leave that kind of up to you. Ultimately, is how you want to play this. We'll come back to that in a bit. Let's stay on the market news for today. I seem to like want to talk about the current market action. I don't know what that's all about. I think that's kind of interesting that I am a little caught up in the it's earning season. Meta had a, an amazing quarter and their stocks reflecting that today. Let's talk a little bit about Meta and uh, everything that we're seeing at this point. So let's take a look at the markets and say there's some carryover trade that's on momentum. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is on track for 14 winning sessions, which maybe was a little cause of concern at the end of June, where we said uh, we need the market to get a widening breath. We can't just have the NASDAQ be the king and the S&P 500 be dominant. We kind of need some of the value players out there to do well. The Russell 2000, the Wilshire 5000, some mid-cap indexes. Um, but so far in earnings season, they're kind of delivering the big tech companies. Huge gain in meta platforms after its earnings release, along with gains in other mega cap stocks. Positive reaction to other earning reports out of McDonald's, Comcast, Lam Research, AbV, MasterCard, Royal Caribbean. There's a lot of optimism that the Fed is at or near peak of the tightening cycle. Weakness day in financials and utilities. Taking a look at some of the stories of today. Initial jobless claims for the week ending July 22 decreased by 7,000. I was interviewed on the 6 o'clock news last night. And I say this with respect. Um, news anchors sometimes aren't going to dive as deep into my content as I am. And they kept talking about a recession. I'm like, what, what recession are you talking about? Uh, we don't have a negative GDP growth quarter of growth yet. And have you looked at the jobs numbers? They're too strong. And I, I, again, it comes across maybe as arrogant, and I'm not trying to be. I think the big question on the Fed Reserve now is how long are they going to stay high? And how is it going to affect the average people? Credit card rates are going to go higher. Mortgage rates are going to go higher slightly. And the Fed is saying that they're going to be higher longer. So if I were to predict anything, it would be a pullback in housing. Now that we're getting the summer months behind us, I think we should go back to a little bit lower returns on on homes. We still don't have a lot of inventory, but we're building more this year. So it's not going to alleviate the whole problem, but it's, it's a step in the right direction. So initial jobless claims again said no recession. Employers are seeing demand holding up well enough. They're reluctant to let go of employers, employees, and tight labor market. We also got economic data today out of the advanced second quarter GDP. It showed GDP increasing at a rate of 2.4%. And since this was for 1.6%, again, a very, very strong GDP number. Um, maybe 3% would have been better. But in my lifetime, 2.4, 2.6 is okay. The GDP price deflator dropped 2.2% from 4.1%. Again, inflation's moving in the right direction. Um, I don't really like talking international trading goods. It's tough to put into a spin for you. Uh, 
wholesale inventories were down, retail inventories were up slightly. Um, not not game breaking news, if you know what I'm saying. The trend is your friend until it isn't. And right now the trend on the market is higher. Just throwing that down there for you. I know you're saying, you can give me a little bit more, Rob, please. Uh, taking a look at the numbers today. We've got the Dow Jones Industrial Average up 57 points, sitting at 35,577. Um, a nice day. Again, if it holds, that'll be 14 days in a row, which if you're a betting man, you don't bet on you know snake eyes, 14 rolls in a row. row. That's pretty unheard of. The S&P 500 is sitting at 45.90. Its all-time high is 47.79, how I started this segment. I want to remind you, if we take out those highs, that whole year of the market going down will feel a little bit better. But did you buy when it was going down, or did you sell, or did you reposition? It's a good question. Um, I sold some weakness. And I bought some gross stocks that I missed in the past. Um, like NVIDIA, I doubled up on. Uh, thrilled that I did, but not trying to brag. Just saying, you have to be open-minded. The NASDAQ's all-time high. Yeah, we're pretty close, right? Uh, 14,354, we're at 14,255. So up 128 points today. Again, I'll say... It's nice. <clears throat> Am I jumping up and down? No. 30. One of the better traits you can have to be a good investor is not to get too excitable and not get too depressed. Uh, don't get too high. Don't get too low. Don't get too excited. Don't get too fearful. Big event coming up in under a month in the Los Gatos at Toll House Hotel. The seven tests of retirement readiness. It's a Thursday evening, 630 to 830. You can sign up at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow. What's the best way to choose a financial advisor? Download our guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com, powered by EP Wealth. Sometimes I wish these stories would move a little faster. Alameda's Carolyn Ellison pleading guilty to federal charges way back in December of 2022. Now we're getting Sam Bankman freed and prosecutors are trying to get him jailed for Interfering, interfering with a witness. This is drama. I, I'll watch it on HBO, but I won't necessarily watch it too closely in the newspapers. I don't want to say it's not my thing. I, I certainly want protections for you. And I know a lot of people lost money in Bitcoin and a lot of people believe people like Sam Bankman freed. And he went out and spent people's money to buy political influence. It's a pretty crazy, nutty story. I just, I, I'd rather watch it on television than talk about it on air. I think we got better things to tackle, so to speak. Regulators are unveiling sweeping changes to capital rules for banks with $100 billion or more in assets. Uh, positive and negative. I would rather see more oversight of smaller banks than oversight of the bigger banks. I know that's just you're saying you're being naive, Rob. $100 billion, you can't, $100 billion in assets, you can't afford to fail. Totally agree. But if we're going to try to stop the next Silicon Valley bank, we have to realize it was not a big bank. 
and that the problems that they experienced um, were very unique from lack of oversight. And again, closing an account in a bank now takes five or six clicks most. It's not that much. So we have a broad market rally today. Let's talk a little bit about Zuckerberg. His metaverse loses $40 billion now. Uh, He's still hooked on the idea. Collective losses out of Reality Labs have surpassed $40 billion. I know a man who worked on the metaverse as operating system manager overseer who was let go. And I can tell you everything that I've ever seen from Reality Labs has been meh at best. Although I think Apple getting into the alternative reality headset business will help enormously. It should drive down costs as two people are trying to procure goods. A billion or two billion people who have glasses. This was the thing that killed me about Zuckerberg yesterday when he was talking about it. And he's says, I think in the future, there are going to be a lot of smart glasses and all the time that we spend on TVs and computers. I think that's going to get more immersive and look something more like VR in the future. What we're seeing is richer ways for people to communicate across even the mobile apps that we have going from text to photos to videos, just this continual trend down towards being more immersive. I think we're going to be happy that we did this and spent 40 billion plus dollars on developing I don't know. That just feels like a lot of money at this point in time for having played with the headset. It's nice. It's not like Dave and Buster's nice, but it's nice. Um, I wouldn't want to use it for more than 20, 30 minutes. And I certainly wouldn't want to. uh, It feels very solo to me. It doesn't feel very connecting with other human beings. U.S. economy is surging. That's the big headline out there today. The GDP report, 2.4%. The advanced estimate is above the 2% annualized rate in the first quarter. So from first quarter to second quarter, we grew. We didn't dip from the first quarter like was expected. Good news and bad news, right? We're spending more money in a higher inflationary period. We're spending cash or building up credit debt. Um, Credit debt long-term bad, short-term good. Um, If I own shares of Apple, and I do, and you go out and get your new phone on a credit card, which you might, I don't care. Sale went through, right? Now you down the road may go, that $1,600 phone was a lot of money when you lose your job, if you lose your job, but there's no signs of that right now. United Airlines pilot showed up intoxicated. He got sentenced to prison. Six-month prison sentence. Kind of like that story. He was staggering slightly. His eyes were glassy. His mouth was pasty. Pilot was given a six-month suspended prison sentence. So he's not going to have to go to prison. His license was suspended for a year. Just a year? He's 63 years old. There's thoughts and ideas that... Uh, there's not enough pilots out there and RFCC, um, not RFCC, uh, wrong division, uh, FAA has said, we're going to, uh, up the pilot's age where they can work to 67 from 65. 
Um, I'm glad they got the guy who was drunk. I'm glad he got a suspended prison sentence, but uh, I think that's what you kind of have to do, right? You almost have to be doubly tough. So I think the economies kind of define expectations or, or maybe reasonable people's expectations, or maybe we in the world of CNBC and Bloomberg talked up a potential recession too much that just isn't showing up. Comcast had a nice earnings beat. I've looked at Comcast in the past and I don't want to own it. I just don't. I think you should have stocks like that where you're, where you're intrigued, but you just don't do it. The Super Mario Brothers movie was a big positive for them. And you're saying, are you telling me Luigi is a big positive for a big corporate? Yes, yes. They generated their best quarterly adjusted EBITDA ever at theme parks, had the second highest grossing animated film of all time in worldwide box office with Super Mario Brothers and nearly doubled paid Peacock subscriptions. I I question that one because... I seem to get Peacock for free announcements all the time. Peacock saw revenue increase though by 85% from the prior year to 820 million as paid subscribers nearly doubled. The jump came as domestic broadband customers declined by 19,000 to 32.3 million. I use Comcast broadband. I kind of dig cable modems. I don't know if there's better out there. I'm content. I overpay for it. I know I overpay for it and they give me Peacock for free. Interesting, right? Southwest stock falls. Southwest. Oh. If you think the world is in trouble, you don't buy Delta in American because they've got a lot of world roots. But if you think Americans have this kind of revenge travel thing going on, then you do buy Delta in American. Southwest has always been a play very much so on a domestic, how the U.S. economy is is, is kind of hidden from the rest of the world to me i just don't want to own an airline again how many stocks do you really really want to own i go over my stocks on a regular basis with you um google qualcomm apple um microsoft caterpillar now i'm not saying go out and buy these stocks i don't want you to do that i don't know you you don't know me there's other ways that i'm playing the market with um different types of products that you probably don't have access to private equity, private debt, uh, private real estate. Um, my private equities yielded me about 9% per year, which is part of my high yield income portfolio. Um, knowing that the higher the yield I pursue, the more risky it is, but I'm okay knowing that I have enough to get me through retirement no matter what, but also I want to diversify a little bit. Markets all opened higher and they're all trending a little bit lower. The S&P 500 is up 27. The Dow Jones Industrial Average up 67. The NASDAQ up 152. The Russell 2000 up 45. So the Russell's barely up. It's 0.02%. The NASDAQ's up over 1%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average going for its 14th day in a row is up one-fifth of 1%. And the S&P 500 is up 60 basis points or six-tenths of 1%. Take a look at the 10-year treasury bond. It yields at 3.9%. Again, I like that number under 4% if I'm going to keep talking to you positively about stocks. As it gets above 4, I'm going to talk a little bit trash. I'm going to go, let's go with an uh, income. 
That's just my nature. The Russell 2000 is flat for the day. So again, it feels to me like everyone's chasing after the big seven, the Apples, the Googles, the Metas, the NVIDIAs, the Microsofts, the Amazons. Um, God, there's one talk, sock I want to talk about, but if I talk about it, I can't buy it for three days. And that just stinks. Yeah, Microsoft opened in the green and it's now in the red. A clear sign of some profit taking after a very good quarter, but not a glorious next quarter being prognosticated by the company. Let's briefly talk about the Federal Reserve. Federal Reserve raised its target federal funds rate by a quarter of a point yesterday. It's continued effort to tame inflation. It held a rate steady at the last meeting. I thought he sounded incredibly um, done. But we'll see. Credit card rates are at record highs. This is how interest rates affect you. The average credit card rate is now more than 20%. Mortgage rates will stay high. The average 30-year fixed mortgage rate currently sits near 7%. It means you could buy a lot less house. Car loans are getting more expensive. Even though auto loans are fixed, payments are getting bigger because the price for all cars is rising along with interest rates on new loans. The average rate on a five-year new car loan is 7.2%. That's the highest in 15 years. Student loans are getting pricier. Um, Federal student loans um, will pay an interest rate typically of about 5.5%, up from 4.9% in last year's academic year. So one more year out, 50 basis points higher. Private student loans have been tied towards LIBOR which is a little different way, rate, rate than the 10-year. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't forget, big event coming up in less than a month in Los Gatos Toolhouse Hotel, the seven test of retirement readiness with CFP Chad Burton. Sign up at robblackshow.com. Visit the Rob Black Show online at robblackshow.com. Listen to archive podcasts, market updates, and information from EP Wealth's certified financial planners online at robblackshow.com. Royal Caribbean raises its annual profit forecast on resilient demand and shares are surging today. I did not have the courage to buy the group. I've never really wanted to go on a cruise. And I think the moment I do, I should get my AARP card. That's always been in my head that to sit on a boat deck and have the boat drive us from Island Island doesn't sound as much fun as plane hopping from Island Island or boat hopping from Island Island and, and getting out on an excursion on my feet. But if you had the courage to buy, you have been rewarded when it was down, when cruise lines were thought to be like COVID breeding grounds. Do you remember some of the crazy stories during the pandemic? Um, I am up at my mountain house this week because my kids are in camp. So still doing the same schedule of work. Um, But it, it brought back what I did during COVID as I stayed here. And... I wasn't in the more packed city that I lived in then. A lot more mountains, a lot more trees. So there was some, a lot more nature walks. And then I started thinking about, do you remember going to Safeway and lines for CVS from six to eight? And it was a, it's how quick we forget, right? Um, odd little statistic, because I like statistics. What's the average time the Americans eat dinner? Any clue? 6.19 p.m. Pennsylvanians eat dinner the earliest at 5.37 p.m. 
residents of Washington, D.C., I think because of so much traffic, eat around 7, 10 p.m. the latest. I love little dumb things like that. That's why I, if I ever need to fall asleep during the day, I turn on a baseball game because statistics relax me and calm me. Um, one Morgan Stanley strategist in the last week capitulated and, and said, you know, I was wrong. I've been bearish and I've been wrong. Um, he was incredibly good in 2022 calling down market, but he thought it was going to carry over in 2023 and he was wrong. I say that because today you may turn on CNBC, you may turn on Bloomberg, or you may read an article. And I, these people's reputations are never ruined. They just move on to another year. If you know anything about television, uh, not about yeah, television, CNBC and Bloomberg, they, they need guests. And 25 years ago, I was a regular guest on Bloomberg. I was a regular guest on CNBC. I was a regular guest on Fox Business or Forbes on Fox. And ultimately, when I decided to move to the West Coast, also known as the West Coast, I left all that stuff in New York. Um, I would say at times I wasn't totally qualified to be on. I wasn't like there were smarter people waiting in the wings. I had a not an ill-fitting suit, but a cheap suit, if that makes sense. Um, I would be very cautious following anything you see in a three-minute interview on CNBC. The market makes fools of everyone. Did I think that the bear market was going to end when it did? Nope. I would have guessed another six to 12 months, uh, maybe three to nine. I like giving wide numbers so I look more right than wrong. Everyone gets humiliated, even the great Stan Drunkenmiller. Billionaires get humiliated all the time. Ultimately, I kind of just want you to leave on that note today. Um, When you go on CNBC or Bloomberg, they're looking for something sensational. You know, they want you to, you know, buy G-Wiz, not G-E. And that's a quote from 25 years ago to me. Like, you got to give us something sensational. It's like, how about NVIDIA? They make video game cards. Like, what's that? 25 years ago, no one knew. Yeah, 25 years ago, I wrote a newsletter about Apple. And if you take a look at their stock, did you know that Apple had to be saved by Microsoft? They got a cash infusion from Microsoft. If they didn't get that, I don't think they'd be here today. Holy mackerel. Meta's up 20 points, up 6.9% today. Um, I think shifting gears now, the one thing I want to tell you, again, be careful on Buddhas and TV people that last three minutes of their life. Don't let it affect your retirement because they're saying something quick and flip. Um, you remember six months ago, seven months ago, Zuckerberg said this is going to be the year of efficiency. And what he could have said or should have said, we're going to fire a lot of people this year. And as we do that, it's going to show up on our bottom line. If advertising returns, I'll be able to have my little pet project called the metaverse. AI is helping Meta on what Apple shut down Meta's access on Facebook to cookies. The day Apple software said, do you want to stop Facebook from following you? I was like, sure, because it got a little unnerving when you would do uh, you'd, you'd Google. You're not on Facebook. Keep in mind. You Google travel to Costa Rica or killers concerts. 
uh, and next thing you're on Facebook and you see Costa Rica vacation packages and you see concert tickets for the killers across the country. Like what's going on? I'm not a huge privacy person, but I'm also not a huge, like let, I don't want to see my own life in commercials presented to me. It's a little bit too much for me. Um, Zuckerberg should have called it. It's the year of firing people that we overhired during the pandemic. They still have room to go. Will they? That one's a tougher call to, to throw down, my friends. You can always find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Working on some updates to my website to get you some better content. Um, right now, the markets are trending a little bit lower from the open. Not a lot, but when do we break this wind streak, so to speak? Um, on Mondays, I do where the markets are for the year, and I'll be interested to take a look at the Dow Jones Industrial Average in the last couple of weeks because it went from 2% to 4% to 6% to 8%. It's catching up with the S&P 500, which is nice to see. Um, but at the same time, it's uh, I know better than draw be a short-term ride the train it always goes higher do a trade i'm not that person you can find me online at robblackshow.com think you're in good shape for retirement find out how you're really doing with the seven tests of retirement readiness join rob black and cfp chad burton of ep wealth advisors thursday august 24th in los gatos they'll walk you through these seven tests to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want Rob will provide timely commentary, and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least $500,000 in investable assets and want to retire better, pass on your estate, and minimize taxes, this event is for you. Find out if you're on the right track with the seven tests of retirement readiness, Thursday, August 24th, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. at the Los Gatos Toll House Hotel. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Can you pass all seven tests? Sign up today online at robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.